Hello everyone, and welcome to a new Fandom of One. I promised a new episode on Saturday, and, well, it's Friday. It's 11.30pm on a Friday, and I'm recording. So, yeah, this is gonna be a weekly thing. I am committing myself to that, even though, as I have mentioned previously, I am terrified of committing to that for reasons. And anyway, um, I'm recording on a new microphone, which I bought through Amazon. And okay, let's let's start going through our points. So first of all, accountability. Uh, well, I'm, this is being released on Saturday, so there's that. Uh, Todo Rosa was released this week also late. It came out... Um, Today, this morning, on on Friday, I edited last night after playing Stardew Valley with a friend. But I haven't missed a week so far, so yay. I do need to record new episodes on Sunday, so that is something that's going to happen with Lorean Kami. What else? Accountability. I realized I need a project if I'm going to be accountable for project. Other than this podcast and Todo Rosa, which... Uh, needs to go back to its Tuesday updating schedule. I started a new podcast with a friend. We did our first interview for that podcast this Thursday. I did so much on Thursday now that I think about it, because like, I had a, a little writing session with my mom, and then I recorded the interview, and then I played Stardew Valley, and then I played... Um, and then I re- and then I edited the podcast, and you know, so it was a it was a busy day, and yeah, so that's a new project, and I'm really excited for it, and hopefully, I mean, I don't want to say anything right now, but uh, when it it's in Spanish, I will say that much. Uh, once it's released, I'll tell you more about it, uh, or when it's close to be released, I'll tell you more. Accountably, I need a project. I need a project, and I have several ideas. I have that's my. I have so many ideas for projects, and I hate that. Committing myself to one, me feels and means that I I won't be able to do others because that's kind of the thing, right? Like. It is really frustrating, but it's true. Like the moment you say. I'm going to do this, you need know, to put everything else in the back burner and just focus on that. And that just means other projects aren't just not going to be done. Like think of any great author or filmmaker or whatever, uh, a person who's been, you know, who you admire, who's done great things. They probably didn't do all the things they wanted to do. Like I just finished watching this documentary in this channel called Defunct Land. A great YouTube channel, by the way. I'm not. This is isn't my fandom for the day, but it is a great YouTube channel, and it is about Disney and Epcot, and and I didn't um, and how you know Epcot was this huge project that really wasn't ever finished while Disney was alive, uh, and you know he had this thing about legacy, and you know he never really. It's really frustrating to think that Disney that did so much didn't at the end think that he had done that much it kind of like makes you think right um but coming back to accountability 
my project. Okay, so here's the thing about a project. It needs a name. If not a name, it needs like a concept and it needs a deadline. Um, so I'm gonna have two goals, two projects, and it's too much because I already have the podcasts and I already want to do, you know, more podcasts and whatever. But um, but since it's what I'm doing with my mom when I'm in my writing sessions, it's gonna be my an hour, uh, not a Netflix. I mean, maybe it'll be a Netflix hour, but basically an hour long stand up show. Um, right now, the idea for that show is just putting together everything I wrote as far as stand-up goes during the pandemic and that I'm writing. Um, kind of put it all together and tie it in and give it that sort of like narrative through line. So that's going to be my my goal and something I'm going to be talking about with you guys. Uh, today I'm not recording from the car. I'm recording from my desk, which means I have a little notebook next to me which means I can write that down and update you next week on how that's going. So accountability, that's that's what I'm doing. Then mental health. Okay, um I I feel I feel kind of silly, kind of bad, kind of dumb because I don't think I've been a hundred percent honest with you guys uh, about how how much stress I've been under, and I don't mean like oh my god, my job is so stressful. Like it's not like that. It's it's I I've been on uh, I've been really anxious the past couple of weeks and. It's been, I've had some really bad days when it comes to my anxiety, which translates into procrastination, which translates into even more anxiety, which translates into depression, which translates into just not being sure of what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, you know, just, it translates into me spiraling down and feeling like shit for not doing the things that I feel that I need to be doing both in my professional life, like in my work, in my day-to-day pay-the-bills work and my comedy. Uh, and because I, I, I want to do more comedy and I want to... Um, I want to make a living out of comedy writing or comedy something or writing. And right now it's really, you know... It's it's silly. It's good that I I'm a copywriter, so I do live off what I write. But I get so worked up about my job that I don't leave myself any time or energy to write outside it. And and I don't mean this in, as you know, I don't I don't want to make myself a victim. I don't want it to sound like, "Oh my god, it's life's so hard." It's it's not. It's just a thing I do. It's I I procrastinate, and procrastination is a bitch. It's a bitch, and it's stupid because it's like you're just not doing the thing that you're supposed to do, and you feel bad about it. But then you don't do the thing you're supposed to be doing, and 
and I look at my friends and I look at people that surround me in my field and how much they do and I get jealous of them and I get you know I admire them but also I'm like I'm thinking oh my god like if I only could be as good as they are and then when I talk to them it it dawns on me that they're also struggling that you know whatever if I'm saying oh my god I have to do this this and this it's so much work and they're like yeah well it's so much work for them too whatever they're doing it is a lot of work and the one thing I am not doing and I feel so dumb for not doing is just I'm not putting in the work and I need to I need to put in the work but instead of that I just I just procrastinate and I feel bad about procrastinating and and I think I I I I want there to be like a magical answer to procrastination to all of a sudden be like okay if you do a b and c you will never have to deal with procrastination ever again and I'm slowly coming to the <clears throat> not the conclusion I'm it's dawning on me that I'm going to have to be always dealing with procrastination I'm, and I can't just hate myself for having procrastinated for half an hour, an hour, a day, but rather I need to be like, okay, you procrastinated, you didn't do the thing you, were, you wanted to do or were supposed to do during that time, and you need to stop punishing yourself for not doing it and actually do it because punishing yourself for not doing the thing isn't actually helping anyone, least of all me. And if anyone else out there is struggling with procrastination, well, a whatever, whatever, whatever suggestion you have for me, it's welcome. Uh, this these weeks, um, what I've tried that have been sort of helping me. Uh, I'm, I also do this thing where like. I'll try something and if it doesn't immediately work out, I'll throw it out and then I'll be like, well, maybe I'll try it again and then it works better and then I throw it out, whatever. But the things that I have been trying that have been working for me, A, it's a thing called the Pomodoro method. Pomodoro means, I think, tomato in Italian. I don't know why it's called like that, but it's basically this method where you work for a while and then you give yourself a little break. So the standard method is you work for 25 minutes and then you give yourself a five minute break. 25 minutes, 5 minute break, 25 minutes, 5 minute break, 25 minutes, 15 minute break. So the idea is not to overwhelm. Well, to help you feel less overwhelmed, like you do 25 minutes of work and then you stop and, you know, for 5 minutes you kind of relax, you stop looking at your screen or in my case you look at a different window in that screen and it's been helping. It it helps also in this way that if you have 25 minutes in which you completely procrastinated, you literally just quote unquote wasted 25 minutes, um, you then hear the bell. And I have this, I have this um, add on on Google Chrome, which basically has a timer for you. You know, you hear the thing and it's like, take a short break and it's five minutes. And, and it doesn't always work like this. I have had good days and bad days but on the good days it's like you know what 25 minutes gone you can either feel bad about those 25 minutes or you can just take these five minutes to regroup 
and then come back and start working. And not with this idea that you're going to do in 25 minutes the work you should have done in the last 25 minutes plus those 25. Like you're not going to do 50 minutes worth of work in 25. But rather, you're going to just, you know, start doing the work. And though that little timer is in, in my bad days, it just feels awful. Like, oh my God, 25 minutes gone. But in, in the good days, and a day might start bad and then morph itself into a good one in one of those breaks. And it's like, you know what? It's done. You can't take back those 25 minutes, but you can actually take advantage of the next 25. And, and, and then when the next break hits and you think, oh, these 25 minutes have been actually really, been really productive, you feel, you know, allow yourself to feel good. Allow myself, because that's the other thing, like, I, I, I don't celebrate my achievements. Like, no matter if they're big or small, like, I don't, I, I, I don't celebrate my achievements. Like, name one thing, like, if I tell you, like, I've done this, 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 and this, I will, like, immediately I will start thinking, well, it's not enough, or it's not that much if you think about it, like, you know, I've taken so many improv classes and people will be like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I, I, I immediately start thinking, yeah, but I don't understand all of the concepts. And, you know, I start remembering all the times in an improv practice or show in which I feel I did, I didn't do as good. Whatever, like, like I'll have a good show and I'll feel great about a good show, but then when people say like, oh, you were in so-and-so, like, yeah. And I'll immediately start thinking like, that's probably... People tell me, like, I saw you in, at, a, at a show, like, whatever show it was. I was like, that's probably, like, I, 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 my brain immediately goes to, like, oh, my God, what was the bad joke that they saw? The horrible thing I said that wasn't funny that, you know, that I should feel embarrassed that they saw. I'm trying to be less like that with myself. And with something as simple as you had 25 good minutes of working, celebrate that. You know, be like, hey, you did that go you. You're working, you're, that work is gonna give you the money you need to pay your bills and like buy stuff for you to uh, cook and bake and just enjoy. So go you. Um, I'm trying to do that. Uh, for the sake of my mental health, I am trying to do that. And yeah, it's been this week in particular, you know, I thrive, I don't know what I thrive in. I don't know. Because I was going to say I thrive in a routine, but truth is, I find routines tedious. And I find a lack of routine very confusing. So, it's like I put myself in these positions where I always, I'm always telling myself, I don't know. I don't know what's the correct thing to be doing. But I am I'm trying I'm trying to put myself into a headspace where I can have the outline of a routine that does not feel restrictive and give myself the freedom to to feel like I can do, you know, like I can take all of the time outside of my work hours and and do all the things, not all the things, but a lot of things I want to do. 
for example, the stand-up comedy hour that I mentioned. It's this week in particular, I I feel like I slid back. I slid back into my worst procrastination habits, and and the reason why it happened was that a thing that I thought I had under control, namely the schedule for my work, kind of there was there was a wrench thrown in in which one thing changed and my brain immediately went like, oh my god, everything's lost. So there's no reason to keep things there's no reason to try to keep this Jenga tower like <laughs> intact because it's 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 lost. So my instinct was to like watch it fall, but then when it didn't immediately fall, I was like, so what do I do? Do I push it over or do I try to build it back up? Like, what do I do? And, and I feel, I feel so, I feel so bad about having done that because in the end, the only person who I, who really, basically the only person who I let down is myself. And even when I'm, part of me is still going, well, you don't have to let it all crumble. You can still, you can still do a lot of things, you know, you can change the metaphor and go forward in a million ways. There's this part of me that says, like, no, just drop it and go. Just, like, what's the point? It's a very cynical part of me. And I'm trying to to let go of that cynicism and be more, like, be more productive, be more forward-thinking, be more positive, and be more like, you know what? You can do. You can do a lot of things with whatever you have left. And it's not whatever you have left. You have so much. And you have so many ideas, and you can do so much. And on my good days, I believe that. But on my bad days, I just want to curl up in my bed and not do anything for a week. Um, so yeah, that's my mental health update. It's, it's exhausting to keep yourself going. And I have to admit that the thing that really, really got to me... Um, this past month was the fact that that I'm single. Like, not that I feel that being in a relationship will fix all my problems, but sometimes just I just want to cuddle someone. You know, I just I just want to I just want to cuddle with someone. And I don't even like that's my idea of a friends with benefits right now. Someone who would just come to my place and so we can watch the Queen's Gambit, and we, then we can cuddle. So uh, that's a good place as any other to uh, segue to the next uh, part, which is fandom. I started watching The Queen's Gambit. I'm actually in episode two. Uh, episode three, actually. I finished episode two. I started watching The Queen's Gambit in San Miguel Allende with a friend. And I think that's the reason why I really got into it. Because as I said before, like, I haven't really been in the mood for series watching, and obvious, and honestly, ever since I came back from San Miguel Allende, I haven't kept on watching The Queen's Gambit, 
I don't know why I'm so reticent to go into a fiction uh, series right now. But what I saw of The Queen's Gambit was, you know, was really good. I I love the period clothes and, oh my god, on episode two, the house where she when she goes uh, with uh, the couple. Oh my god, the wallpapers, the furniture, the kitchen, everything. Oh my god, art design, orgasm. I love her room, which is so pink, so pink, and how how the there's this little window. It's ah, uh, it's so great, so great. It has such great production design, and as far as the story, I'm really liking it so far. I I. I, I'm trying to not be like, oh, of course, you know, she's a chess genius. Because it's amazing, you know, it's cool that you get to see, like, oh, well, you know, she's just created chess, and she goes into this tournament, she bets anybody, everybody, who cares? And I guess part of me is kind of like, I don't follow any people on Twitter who have been complaining, like, oh, my God, look at her, Mary Sue, whatever, so that's great. But part of me is, like, thinking, oh, I'm sure people are complaining, and, and... And part of me wants to go and find those people just to prove to myself, oh my god, those assholes. But I haven't done that, and it's good that I haven't done that. Because in the end, the the great part is that it is a good series, and the acting's great. Uh, I don't know the name of the main actress, but oh my god, she's amazing. Um, and the casting in that series is amazing. You know, there's this, there are these characters who you think, like, the casting call for this was, like, we need someone who would be disliked by everyone in the first three frames of them being on screen and the casting and characterization of each character just makes it happen like you see the guy you're like oh my god i know that guy and i hate him it is fantastic so the queen's gambit if you haven't seen it all uh don't spoil it for me please i i'm really enjoying it uh and i'm gonna keep on watching it so that's my next promise for you that next, um, the fandom of one, the fandom of one, my god, that next fandom of one, I will uh, have seen more of the Queen's Gambit, maybe even finished the, the first season, and I'll talk more about it. What do you think about that? I will even maybe have a spoiler warning for people that haven't watched it. Um, so, what else, fandom-wise? Um, I, I've been watching Good Mythical Morning every morning, Monday to Friday. Yesterday, they had, they had this whole thing with Boat Like a Beast, which is, Helping people, in, well, not helping, aiding people in the U.S. to re get registered to vote, and and you know, young people, since it's mostly their audience, young people. I forget what was their goal, but if they got to certain goal, they would have like a live stream, um, and just have like a this huge um, eight-hour live stream in which they they ask for donations for a a thing called I forget the name of the of the association but it was like to help make art programs for all schools or schools of, I, I don't really know um, eight hour long live stream started at 11 a.m. 
my time and ended like at eight. No, wait, it ended at seven if it was eight hours. And again, like I've been, I've been really inspired by a lot of YouTubers as of late. Partly, I think, because I've always wanted to do that. I've been wanting to use my voice to say more things. And and I I feel so... I, I feel like I, I keep myself from doing that in so many ways. And I'm just really inspired by people who who don't second-guess themselves as much as I do. Not that they don't second-guess themselves. In Good Mythical Morning, you have Rhett and Link, and Link is the more, you know, kind of, like, shy, I feel, of the two. If not shy, the more reticent, you know, the more, like, oh, you know, you get the feeling that, you know, Rhett would be the guy jumping through the ravine first, and, and Link would be the guy behind him going, like, okay, I'll go, but watch out for me, please. And I, I suppose that's also adding to my sense of loneliness that I I have a lot of friends. I have, that sounded like defensive, I have a lot of friends, you know. I do, I am really grateful and I am really thankful for all the people I know that I can call friends and that they're so smart and they do their own thing, whatever it is, and they are successful in several uh, levels. And, and that's kind of thing, like, I, I need to just start doing my own thing. And I, I get so scared of starting. And I get so, I second guess myself. I'm like, it's, it's the right thing. Will people like it? Won't people like it? And then, like, if I do something, I, if it doesn't have the reaction that I hope it would, I immediately get discouraged. And it's hard for me to really gain momentum. And, and it, it, I forget that I need to be my own cheerleader, you know, to be my own. You can do it. Uh, do more and do better, you know. Not only my own cheerleader, but also my own, my own, my own kind of like soccer mom in the background, going, "You can do it. Go ahead, do it. Push yourself harder and do more, because because that's the way I should be. Like, yeah, I have a lot of friends and a lot of people." in my corner who who support me and who want me to who want me to you know do good and it's so hard sometimes to remember that when I'm like here with you uh with you my you know I, I that's the thing I don't I don't care how many people listen to this if it's I want to say 15 because like that's the average of you know people that I've had listening to this podcast since the beginning but I don't, I don't know. In the end, it this doesn't have to be for you. It has to be for me. This podcast, this accountability podcast, this 
mental health podcast, this fandom podcast, it has to be about the things that I want to do and the goals that I want to achieve. And I sincerely hope you enjoy it. But it also has to be about me. And it's hard for me to do things for me. Because I have, oh my god, I hate saying this out loud because I have low self-esteem and I I question why why would I do things for this person that I don't really like sometimes but I'm trying I'm trying to do things for me even if I if I'm even if I'm really annoyed at myself a lot of the time And I think that's a good place to end this podcast. I hope you're doing well. If you're dealing with procrastination, uh, please tell me what have you been doing to deal with it. And I will tell you that other than the Pomodoro method, the other thing I've done, because one of my main issues with procrastination is my phone. I am addicted to not only social media, but social media on my phone. Like I will stop watching you know, I will be watching a documentary and not really be watching it because I'm on my phone. I will be with friends and not really be there because I'm on my phone. Um, I will open a document to write and then grab my phone and just sit in front of that document, <laughs> that blank document, for half an hour while staring at my phone. So what I downloaded was this um, app called Forest, which is, of course, it, it basically, it starts... You set a timer, and for that time, you you can't use your phone. And if you use your phone, like, well, the moment you set a timer, it'll start, quote-unquote, growing a tree. And if you get off the app during that time, you the tree will wither. So, like, the whole point is, you know, if you say you're not going to use your phone for... Um, it, the timer is between 10 minutes and 2 hours. So you're not say you're gonna use your phone for an hour and then you use your phone, uh, it'll be like, well, too bad. And it, it's helped me because I do really have an issue with social media and anyone who will who knows me um, can attest to that. Um, so that's another thing I downloaded, uh, the Forest app. I also have a blocking uh extension on my Firefox so when I'm using Chrome for work if I open Firefox it'll be like hey you're not supposed to do to be here it can be easily uh, unlocked so it doesn't always work but that's what I'm doing to help myself uh, to procrastinate less and do more because the other thing about procrastination which it's good that I remind myself is the procrastination hurts mentally but it only hurts when you're not doing the thing you're supposed to be doing once you start doing the thing you're supposed to be doing once you start writing uh be it the copywriting i need to do for work or the writing i want to do for comedy or whatever it actually i can get into a groove and once i'm in that groove i'm like oh my god why was i even procrastinating in the first place it, this isn't really that hard and I, so I remember, so that's kind of like my phrase 
when I'm feeling overwhelmed by procrastination, when I'm feeling like, oh my God, I'm such a worthless piece of flesh because I procrastinate so much as I remind myself, it only hurts when you're not doing it. It only hurts when you're not doing a thing you either have or want to do. So the sooner you do start doing that, the sooner it'll stop hurting. And maybe that'll help you. So yeah, maybe that'll be the... <laughs> I don't know if it'll be the motto for the show, but I will end this show with that phrase, which has been helping me quite a bit for the past couple of weeks. Even in my worst moments, I just remind myself, it only hurts when you're not doing it. That doesn't always get me to do it. But it does kind of give me that extra push towards, you know what, let's just do it. Because otherwise it's going to keep on hurting. Uh, follow me on social media. You know them by now, so if you're always listening. But anyhow, my social media is Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Mentonarel, Martin Leon with the letters all jumbled up. I'm also on Facebook as Martin Leon Stand-Up. If you wish to work on your stand-up comedy in Spanish, I do have a workshop that's every Saturday at 11 a.m. called Taller Autogestivo. You can find that group at facebook.com slash groups slash Taller Autogestivo. It's basically a group we do every week in which we workshop our jokes. Uh, I lead the group, so I don't workshop my own jokes, but we workshop the jokes of other comedians from 11 a.m. to 1230 uh, every Saturday. And that's kind of it. Oh, yeah, I'm on Patreon if you want to support me over there. And probably over there you're also going to see updates on my rating, however shape that might happen to be in. Um, and yeah. As usual, I'm unsure as to how to end this podcast. So I'll just finish with the phrase again. It only hurts when you're not doing it.